0: This is a podcast from Rover.
1: Rex Rule Exchange on Magic Radio and, of course, the full deal, the the original Rex Rule Exchange with Carter's Tyres on podcast from any Perverifying fine podcast. All right, time for this week's View from the Top Paddock. Uh although this week it could be more like a view from the old maimai. Mai. We're joined now by Chair of the Meat Industry Association at APNZ, APNZ and keen duck under, Nathan Guy. Uh, how are conditions shaping up for opening weekend in the mighty Horror Fenua? Nathan?
0: Oh, fantastic. Yes, good rain this week, about 30 mil. Uh, it's been a very kind autumn for us. I'm hearing that the uh, duck season has mean that it's plentiful numbers. The only problem is for me, is actually hitting the bloody things. (laughs) I'll just give you a little snippet of my son calling in the mummy. Oh, here we go.
1: (laughs) Oh, there he is. (laughs) We just—you can keep. (laughs)
2: Has he been working on that all all year?
0: Oh, yeah, he's pumped. He's pumped. Yeah, the four (laughs) tens ready to go. Okay. Oh nice yeah. My brothers um,
2: are very excited We've had a WhatsApp group chat For the last uh, few weeks They Where they've been discussing with my cousins Who also come, you know, what they've been feeding And who's bringing what food For the ducks and this And my cousin releases ducks On the dam every year Like banded ducks, he buys them and releases yes. them That's how mad they are Mad keen uh, I should say
0: Yes. Oh fantastic, <laughs> the thing that I really look forward to Is uh, catch up with family and a few cousins came along but importantly my mother cooked up a beautiful bacon there pie.
1: Oh. oh you can't beat it. Yeah. Oh that's a beautiful a beautiful part of anything else that's sort of part of the, the Nathan Guy family duck shooting ritual that we should know about?
0: No, not really. It's just a whole lot of fun, Hamish. Just getting together, socializing, um, banging on about gun safety for our kids, which is really important, you know, out together, back together. Mm. And uh, oh, like a bit that. of pressure on because we, we have extended family that come for uh, the weekend and we've got to feed them all with ducks. So, uh, yeah. you know, it, our, yeah. I guess our, our go to if we have a poor shoot is KFC instead of Duck FC.
2: But you know, it sounds very much like our um, duck shooting is from when I was a child. That's It's a family weekend and it's always at my parents' place. So I'm sure they feel the pressure that you've just talked to
1: about yeah. feeding everyone's. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Mum keeps ducks from the previous year and then she makes them into duck casserole for opening weekend so you can freeze them and keep them. So that's how you do it, Nathan.
1: Yeah, beautiful. This oh, is Rex Real Exchange, Red Red. Red. Magic Radio, and you can get the full edition of On Podcast. Uh, Nathan, uh, let's, let's talk some business. Good news for farmers with the uh, FTA with the UK signed off by, by the Brits. Yeah,
0: fantastic. And that comes into force in a few weeks' time. So it's really exciting. Uh, particularly for uh, wine growers, um, the honey sector are very excited about it, red meat sector. Uh, it's going to be a wee way away for the dairy guys probably 10 to 15 years before those terms come off, but certainly it's exciting news, and I take my hat off to trade ministers, president in the past, O'Connor, McClay Grocer, and actually the officials who have worked bloody hard to get this across the line. So it's an exciting time. And it just means we can diversify as well. If there is an issue uh, with the geopolitical scene with the U.S. and China, and who knows, you know, that could be in the future, it just gives us opportunity to move product around the world. So very exciting opportunity. And consumers up there, we know that once they get out of their recession, uh, that they can, they're prepared to pay a bit for quality. So exciting times.
2: It seems from all accounts by all the press releases coming into the inbox that this is being universally welcomed as very good news by most of the industry organisations. And in c- continuing with the good news, uh, the GDT as well this week was uh, up
0: 2.5%. Yes, dairy farmers um, were hanging out for that. That's the second one in a month. Uh, so we, you know, we're all holding our breaths for the updated uh, season end number and then we move straight away to what is next season's number Frontier come out with a typically dollar 50 range and uh, we're hoping that that'll push some way into eight dollars but I'm a little bit wary and it could end up being a mid-range of seven something so Oof. I think there's tough there's tough times ahead but a few green shoots appearing with the two big fertilizer co-ops Dropping your rear by 150, 160 bucks in the last fortnight um so we're hopeful that foot will continue to come down, fuel will continue to come down um but a little bit wary on the outlook for dairy, and I think the same applies across a lot of the primary sector. <laughs>
1: Okay, let's turn our attention then to Apiculture, your role there as NZ Chair. Annual conference in Rotorua this year, end of June. Uh, The focus will be on, well, what will the focus be on? Where where to next, I guess?
0: Yeah, that's right. Uh, So that kicks off on the 29th and 30th of June in uh, Rotor Vegas. And uh, the conference title is Beyond the Frame. And there's a real focus on the strategy, which is a sustainable farming fund project that is uh, completed almost as we speak, and that'll be uh, a fair bit of time spent in in looking at where to from here. Of course, like any primary sector, you shouldn't take your eye off biosecurity, and bee health is is paramount. Resilience in the sector. Hive numbers are coming down because prices are are, are blocked, so... um, You know, resilience on the back of the pipeline, those beekeepers that were smashed around. Fortunately, MPI stumped up with a bit of funding, and and, then Apiculture NZ has been working with them to get that out the door. So that's a positive. And uh, we're also going to be tapping into the Australians who are coming over with their insight into how they've been managing and tackling Varroa. So there's a lot uh, for anyone that's interested in the honey sector, beekeepers, exporters to come along and. And uh learn, so it's gonna be a great opportunity.
2: That sounds really good. And um some some great to hear about um the help that's been there after the cyclone as well, because obviously they've been hit um, along with most of the other sectors in, in the regions, um along the east coast. Um so anyway, back to my topic of um choice. Passion,
1: your passion. <laughs>
2: Duck shooting. Do you do you um have a have a shotgun of choice, Nathan. Like, what are you shooting with?
0: Oh, an under and over. Okay.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: ah. Under over uh, guy. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's a Beretta. It's done a few clicks oh. uh, with ejectors. I tend to quite like those, particularly with our kids who are, are coming through and learning. It's just a lot safer than the yeah. the semi-auto. You can see very easily if you're stalking whatever it might be dams that. You know, there's two in the chamber as opposed to wondering are there five, are there three, are there one. So yeah, yeah, yeah I know it's... what you mean. Yeah, yeah. And I'm a cack hander, so I've, I've had the stock adjusted for me. But I wonder sometimes if the guy that did it twisted it the wrong way because I pull the trigger and quite often the ducks keep flying, Margaret. Yeah. yeah. Do
2: you know what I like? We we do what we call the long walk, where we stalk all the dams around the farm during the day, rather than just sitting on the dam all day long. Uh, we do that in the morning and the evening, but um, it means that there's often a, a number of people with guns, you know, stalking up the dam wall. And so the ones that have those semi automatics have got goodness knows how many shots. It always gives me the heebie jeebies Sometimes it's a bit unnerving when you've got someone standing next to you emptying goodness knows how many rounds. Um, but I am left-handed <laughs> as well. So um, I, but the thing about stalking the dams is that you can claim that you hit a duck. But no one actually knows who had it if there's five people shooting, mm. so it's quite good for oh, me b- because perfect. I can I can be like I perfect. shot at that one and it died,
0: yeah. but yeah.
2: probably someone else shot at it too. So, yeah. it, you know,
0: yeah. Well, allows we allows get all c- headshots if we can, and yeah. um, try and shoot the males as well. Uh, nice.
2: Yeah. yeah okay. Oh, well, yeah. You're you're being but, very good. Yeah. We just anything's. I have to admit, <laughs> anything is <laughs> anything is fair game. You, you're not to shoot them on the water, obviously. But um, other than that, <laughs> if it moves, yeah. it dies. Now, apparently,
1: do you two? Do you two both <laughs> get into the um, the full noise, Fongano Collegiate Old Boys, thousand acre jacket kind of thing? Do you get all kitted up? Have you got all the gear, the right sort of you know those uh, sleevelesses and the right hat and the you know the right shooting trousers and everything? The both of you? N-
2: m- no, there are members of my family that do right. have the, have all that gear. Uh, Cut some cousins. I've got like a little bit of kit, but not not on the level that you're talking
1: about. Mm-hmm. Nathan, what are no, you? We're, we're, no, we we don't follow
0: that tradition like you, Hamish. No, no we <laughs> just you know get the get the old swatty on and get down there yeah. and just to oh. we put a bit of cam. A bit of, bit a of camo, camo on. But uh, yeah. 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 But Erica's not so keen on that on the pillowcase, trying to get rid of that oily <laughs> stuff afterwards. <so. laughs>
1: yes. Oh, don't tell us your secrets. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the funny thing about the Whanganui Collegiate old boys is none of them will be offended by me talking about them wearing 1,000-acre jackets. They just won't like me saying Whanganui instead of Whanganui Collegiate, which most of them still think they attended. Oh, yeah, right. Yes, uh, if yeah. you know what I mean. Anyway, hey, Nathan, any, anything else you want to add? Any sort of other pearls of wisdom before we release you back to the Mai Mai?
0: No, no, no. I've got a bit of a job ahead of me, breasting these handful of ducks that we've shot. So. Yep. Yeah, how uh, do you like I, to eat
2: I, it? How yeah. do you guys eat your duck?
0: Oh, sl- well, there's an old saying, isn't there, a bit like eating Krukeko, you you put the bird in with your red band gumboot and boil the shit out of it and then eat your the gumboot first. <laughs> uh, but my brother's my brother's a bloody good cook, so we breast them. He slow cooks them, a few glasses of wine, yeah. and look out for the steel. Otherwise, it's a very expensive uh, dentist bill. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, you, yeah well, we, you don't. Oh. As a kid, that used to be the thing. I used to like to see how much I could collect on the plate when I was eating the duck casserole. But yeah, no. Um, that is a, that's good advice.
1: Yeah. Great stuff, Nathan. Okay. Nathan, Guy. To get back to it. Yep, have you have do it. Have a great it. weekend. Talk soon. There he is. Uh, Nathan Guy out of the mighty Haurafenua there. Of course, he is a um, gentleman farmer of the whenua, Api Apiculture NZ uh, chair. Um, of course, our regular view from the Top Paddock correspondent and, of course, uh, chair of the Meat Industry Association. Well, it's that time, Bex, where we've come to the end of the rainbow where we need to wrap the Saturday edition. Highlights for you?
2: Uh, definitely, I enjoyed talking about the... The progeny test and the genetic mm. gain that could be potentially made in the beef uh, industry or for beef farmers. So, 450 million over 25 years. Uh, that gets me excited. I'd like to hear that. Yes. And um, different ways that they're looking at it, achieving it. So, size of high genetic merit, um, using an increased opportunity for use of AI. Uh, Mainly this progeny test looking at the crossbreed analysis, uh, which is really cool. So whether there's value from hybrid vigour or not, um, all sorts of stuff. So I really probably enjoyed that the most. Obviously love talking about duck shooting with Nathan Guy, amongst other more important topics. (laughs) And and our, our dear lady...
1: Ah, oh, dear lady Linda gray dear industry news editor uh yes have a listen back to the uh, the full podcast to find out about our dear lady Linda gray uh, and great to chat to Linda as well and uh, of course getting the insight on what's going on there with the uh, next director on the farmlands board all very good um, go and enjoy one of the what I'm sure is going to be one of the uh the, the, the best weekends of the year for you Rebecca Greaves get from Palmy back over to Pongaroa and get into it
2: yeah, well, I'm actually going um, to Hawke's Bay up to my family,
1: my right, family's okay. farm. So, yeah, yep. nice. Excellent. You enjoy. And this has been the Saturday edition of Rex Rural Exchange. This is the original on podcast. We do it every Saturday and Sunday. Harvish Mackay out of the Auckland studio. Rebecca Greaves out of Palmerston North. We're your team. You can, you know... Get on the old podcast, download it any from any Purvara Fine podcast you'll find us. And we'll do it again tomorrow, the Sunday edition available to you all week. Have a great day. Over and out from Team Rex.